Hello, welcome to the Chronically Driven podcast, another Wisdom Wednesday. Sandra Sova here, ready to bring you a conversation that I really think you are going to enjoy. Today is going to be a little bit different, or at least it has the potential to be a little bit different in the most intriguing and fascinating ways. My guest today is Gail Scott, who is well-versed on many topics. She's a coach, a professional speaker, a spiritual guide, and a channeler. Speaking on a wide range of topics, including spirituality, relationships, personal growth, intention setting, and manifestation, Gail works with individual clients, as well as groups providing uplifting messages that can help guide and support them through their own personal transformations. She is also on her own journey, expanding her connection to spirit and source, and is able to receive channeled messages from from multi-dimensional beings. I am so curious to learn more. So without further ado, let's get right into our conversation. Welcome, Gail. Welcome to the podcast. Thank you, Sandra. It's just delightful to be here. It's, it's so great to be able to meet with so many interesting and like-minded individuals. And I really appreciate you coming on the podcast. I've had a little bit of a, a theme going along, talking on along the spiritual side of things. And I thought what we would do before before we get into any of it, when you and I talked, when we were planning this, we sort of said, okay, well, instead of planning it, why don't we throw that out, out by the wayside and see how we are being guided for this conversation? Yeah, I really think that that's part of our journey as humans now on the planet is to learn how to let go and surrender and really trust ourselves. I've been working with trust now for over, uh, it seems like a decade. And it's it's an area that people really struggle with. And so trusting yourself, you know, we're going to talk a little bit about your inner voice and talking about also trusting your heart. And so being able to be in a conversation like this without structure, it's not that we don't have it, we do but being able to go with the flow of God, you could say, or your inner being, your inner knowing, and really understanding that when you allow that to run the show, life just flows so much more smoothly. Absolutely. And it's that that flow and that ease that once you start experiencing it, I, I, you're just really drawn to it. And it just feels like such a, a better place to be. One of the things when I was just getting more familiar with your work, one of the things I noticed that you and I have a, a lot in common is our love and curiosity around communication. Communication, you, you do a lot of speaking for communication in relationships at the workplace. And the one that I want to sort of touch on first today is communication with ourselves. So there's that self-talk, the inner voice, and then what about when we are expanding that to conversations with our higher self or from the spiritual side of things? Yeah, and I think that we're, we're not really taught how to tap into that energy within ourselves. We're very much ensconced from us from a very young age in what everybody thinks outside of us. And so, you know, communication with the self is kind of set to the side because we're always asking, well, what do you think? And what do you think? And people, of course, are so willing to give their, um, 
you know, their two cents into whatever it is that you're doing or thinking of doing. And so there's also the idea that, you know, if you have a dream, don't tell too many people because they could quash you down with that dream. And so, you know, I help people to really recognize how to trust themselves and how to see where they've had those experiences already in their life where they've experienced a kind of knowing that they wouldn't even have defined it as intuition. Mm-hmm. You know, it's not really a common word that people speak about. People speak about gut instinct, of course, which is very similar. But intuition and coming from the heart is different than what I think gut instinct is. I think there's a distinction between the two. And so helping people really recognize when that's happened for them already because I think we go through life thinking that work that that life does things to us you know but it's really doing things and offering things for us Mm -hmm. and so what do we do with that information do we go with it or do we look around and see what anybody else thinks and you know, the idea of letting go and letting God is a very familiar one in the, you know, in the recovery process for people who have been controlled much of their life. Mm-hmm. And so understanding that my philosophy is that God is within. God is not some external energy being out there. God is within your heart and you can be guided in any moment by just taking some time and getting quiet. And more often than not, you'll hear or feel or sense or see something that will guide you. And when you follow that and you trust it, I I, I haven't heard of many experiences where it hasn't worked. I've heard of experiences where people have not followed it mm-hmm. and then had regrets. You know, I kind of knew I should have, but then I didn't. And then this happened. Um, not bad things, but regr- people have regrets about about that experience. And we're always getting signs. That's the thing, right? We're always being shown in some format in our lives ideas from our soul that will take us on a journey that will be either an expansion experience or a connection experience or a love-filled experience. Um it could be a challenging experience, but when you trust that you've got, you know, source or, um, you know, God at your back, basically, then you can really go through anything. So I always say to people, I believe there's two kinds of fear. You know, there's the kind of fear where you're terrified and you know there's no way you're going to do something. And then there's the fear where you're like, oh, my God, I'm terrified, but I really want to do this. And so just recognizing the difference between the two and the ego, because we haven't really talked about the ego yet, but the ego is there to protect you mm-hmm. and for you to not really rock the boat and not really step out of what is acceptable and normal in our world. And I'm not saying egos aren't required. They definitely are required, but you can keep your ego in check when you have a solid relationship with your soul 
and mm -hmm. your inner being, your higher self, whatever you want to call it, and you can make them work together so that it's an easier time for you. Initially, when you, you said a lot of times that we are, we're, there's, there's resistance to, or we're asking for other people's opinions, is when we are really young, children don't have those blocking filters. They, we as young children are, we are fascinated, we're curious, we see things. And I think one of the things that, I mean, I, I personally believe that all of us have the ability to tap into this guidance and this messages. But again, we're not taught to develop it. But as children, a lot of the, that, that curiosity, what if we were encouraged to develop that from an early age? Yeah, and that's really the, that's a $6 million question because our parenting style has not been to allow that. Our parenting, and I've worked with a lot of people who have kids and I have my own journey with my own kids. And, you know, we live in a, a massively dysfunctional family within the whole of humanity. Mm -hmm. And so, you know, God help people who are parents. And I, I, you know, I include myself in that because we're working from a patterning or a programming that was given to us. And so, you know, in my family, I certainly wasn't given the freedom to explore my own sense of self and my own creativity and my own, you know, blissness that would have been me had I been free to do that. And I think that there's a lot of that. And it, and it comes at all ages. And you learn very fast in a family what you can and cannot explore. And so really giving your children the opportunity to just really explore what they enjoy. Because what I came to learn very early on with my kids was that my kids were not me. They, my one daughter especially was not like me. And I would, you know, I was trying to, you know, I'm not going to say mold her, but it would have made my life a lot easier if she was just more like me and did what I wanted. But I learned that that wasn't her. Mm -hmm. And I had to allow her to be herself. And I had to step back and say, okay, she's not me. And what is in, important to her? And what does she enjoy? And can I allow her to have her own image like her own idea of what life would be like and and now my kids are in their 20s and that never ends mm -hmm. as as an evolved parent that never ends that we give them that freedom and that that comes into all relationships where you look at your friends and your family members and can you actually be in that loving detached acceptance space of all those people as well mm -hmm. because when you can do that for yourself then you have the capacity to do it for other people but that's not what we're taught that's we're not given those guidelines no we don't give the freedom for others to to do that or or, or ourselves i mean there's so much of the like those family patterns and those those things that well that's that's the way that we do it these are the interests that we're supposed to have we don't do and and to be able to sort of snip those ties and and you know breaking through even if it's just from your familial habits or there's also like general for generational 
generational patterns and healing and breaking, breaking and allowing people to, to discover their own way. And society doesn't encourage that. Not yet, but it's coming. It's definitely coming. You know, we're moving into a very different dimensional field on the planet where that where access to that kind of creative energy is going to be more and more available to us. And we will not be in the same density, let's say, of energy that we've been in for thousands of years because our planet is upgrading and she's receiving you know, photon light and plasma light that is actually changing the entire magnetic resonance on the planet. And so we as as a human being species here, um, and we're part of her, of course. So for us to be able to survive, which sounds really dire, you know, survive, but it really is that important mm -hmm. for us to be able to survive and thrive with more love, with a more open heart, we have to move with that energy. We have to recognize that vibrationally, if we stay in that controlled pattern, in that fear-based paradigm, in that control environment, uh, we will not survive. We will move on. We will leave the existence of this particular body that we're in here on planet Earth, and we will move into another paradigm or another Earth, another planet, another incarnation that our soul is ready for. So it's not bad or good that somebody doesn't evolve or doesn't raise their consciousness or doesn't change or ascend or whatever you want to call it, because we've all got our own lives to live. But if you are someone who is, you know, acknowledging that there are these changes coming around and you are being shown that there's a different way to be and you are struggling and going through changes and making all of these shifts then yay, let's get on the train together with, you know, some other people who have done it already and are able to assist you. That's kind of some of the work that I'm doing with people is helping them understand, you know, how do you know when you've accessed your intuition? How do you know when you are connected to your inner being? How do you know if you're channeling? Um, how do you know if you're having a spiritual awakening? Those kinds of things. That's kind of where that's what my jam is. That's what I get really excited about helping people with. And, right? and what you just said through there, that is I like I'm absolutely that's the kind of stuff that I'm fascinated by. I love to have conversations around. And I think the more and more that we do have these conversations. There's those of us that have already been nerding out on, on this information and trying to access it and, abs and absorb it and follow, follow along and have the awareness. And then there's others that are maybe having a curiosity or perhaps they're stumbling across this podcast and go, what is she talking about? And <laughs> yes. you know, what, 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 what all, all, all of these things. And I think that making it, um, bringing it more into, to the conversation to allow people to feel not only curious to go along their own path, but to have, be empowered to share with others and find people that want to have these these types of conversation and talking about raising raising the vibration and knowing what's around us so how are some of those ways that people can know that they're sort of being being drawn towards an awakening of sorts well i think for many people in the past uh, i'm going to say in the last 30 30 years uh, people have gone through what's called the dark night of the soul. 
-hmm. You know, they've had a breakdown, basically, whether it's physical breakdown where they've gotten sick or they've had a relationship breakdown or they've had a mental, emotional state change where they've come to understand that there's more to life than what they thought. That's one way that people have, you know, experienced these challenges. But now that's shifting on the planet. So people will not be going through such rigorous experiences. You know, for those of us who have already done that, kudos to all of you warriors, because it's not been an easy journey. But for, you know, some other people now, it's more that they're going to be open to being educated about these new kind of pieces of information that are available to us. So understanding quantum physics rather than looking at Newtonian physics and seeing, well, maybe there's a different way to think about the world and the universe and the way matter and energy all works together. And then there's also the idea that you can connect into this part of you, this spiritual part of you, if you take away a lot of the distraction in your life. So, you know, you're not playing video games till two in the morning and you're not, you know, um, binging out on chemical dependencies, whether it's food, sex, drugs, alcohol, whatever, um, that you're recognizing that when you get quiet, you access a different part of yourself, mm-hmm. whether you just enjoy, you know, the relaxation of a nice yoga practice or sitting in nature. And I always, you know, go back to the awe of of our planet, like Mother Nature gives you access to that anytime that you're in it and you can feel the energy of it. And a lot of people now are coming to the place where they recognize that energy is flowing through their body. You know, they get these moments where they get, you know, tingles or shivers Mm -hmm. or whatever, Or they recognize that they know things now that they didn't know before. Or all of a sudden, they're being introduced to material or people or videos. They just keep popping up or they're seeing, you know, consecutive numbers, one, 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 four, 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 like all of these kind of spiritual signs, let's say, that people are now recognizing. So they're like, yeah, I see those numbers all the time. I don't know what it means. Oh, well, that's signs of spirit coming into your life, right? So I think that the our environment within the world is shifting as a result of all of these energetic changes. And if you're someone who's ready and open, you're going to see it. Mm-hmm. You're going to meet people who are going to talk like that. And you're going to hear things and listen to, you know, different interviews like this one, for example, And you're going to be there is again, there is again, there is again. And it's if you're willing to kind of follow the signs, the breadcrumbs that spirit's giving you, your soul is giving you, then, you know, you can expand into that at whatever pace you want to. You know, it's not like you have to get anywhere because Mm. the journey is in the journey. You know, we don't know what each person's life is supposed to look like. Only they know in the journey. And so the idea that when you're heart centered, you feel more satisfied, you feel more content, you're not struggling and striving for something else. And you kind of get an idea of what's really important to you. 
And I think that's kind of one of the shifts that's happening on the planet with people. Mm -hmm. I love hearing that we, that not everyone needs to go through that really hard time, that dark night of the the soul, because that, that certainly can make that, that awareness happen. But, and I like how you were saying that there's, you know, it's, it's not a certain um, path or progression. It's a beginning of an, of an awareness. And you mentioned that a good way is to to get quiet and to tame down a lot of the distractions. The amount of distractions that are in just our modern society, living in the in the time that we that we do, but also all of the events, scenarios, situations that are very much designed to make you want to always be monitoring and keep in touch and know what's going on. But if we're losing the awareness of what is going on within our ecosystem that is our bodies, our body, mind, and soul. If we are sacrificing paying attention to ourselves. I I always remember at the beginning of the pandemic in March, April, May, 2020, and I was alone in my home here in Toronto uh, because my oldest daughter was living at her dad's and my youngest daughter was actually trapped in Europe. And so I was here by myself and I was working every morning with clients. And I remember noticing the birds singing in the morning and at night. I didn't know the birds sang at night. I also, I'm also on the flight path around here and there were no planes flying, of course, and the sky was blue. No, we had no chemtrails going. And I was just very aware of myself in the space. And I've heard many, many people say that actually there were huge gifts from that time frame that we went through. And I think that we are, we're kind of moving, and very fast actually, moving out of that beautiful gift that we were given and we're forgetting that it you know don't lose that experience that you had where you had the space and the time to spend with people who were important as much as you could but but being with yourself also mm-hmm. you know um and i know for some people it was very challenging because they were living with a whole bunch of people that you know maybe they weren't used to living in such close proximity but I've also heard a lot of people say that it took away all of the, the, the time of traveling to the job and they were able to be with their kids more frequently and they were able to be calmer mm-hmm. and just be more relaxed. And I think that, you know, I always like to talk about Tantra because it's a really big part of my life and a big part of what I work with people on. And, you know, the ability to really be in touch with your senses. And so for me, you know, the hearing and the seeing was really evident at that time because the sky was so blue and the birds were singing and it was calm and quiet, right? And so what I like to say to people is, and I actually had a client who had this issue a few weeks ago. She said, you know, Gail, I'm, I'm, I'm struggling with my weight. And I said, well, tell me about your eating experience. And she goes, well, my eating experience, what do you mean? And I said, well, what do you do? How do you eat? She's well, you know, I have my breakfast. And I said, and what do you do when you're having your breakfast? Do you just sit at the table and just eat? She goes, no, I've always got like a YouTube video on or something going and my computer will be open in front of me. And 
I said, and, and what about your evening meal? Oh, I'm sitting on my couch and, you know, I'm watching something on a screen. And I said, okay, so you're not really aware of your eating. So how do you feel about turning off all those screens or at least setting them to the side, setting the table, sitting down and calmly eating and being very present with the food that you're eating? And that, you know, it just telling you that lowers my blood pressure, mm -hmm. you know, and being aware of your breathing and turning off the television. And I think that we've become used to that kind of distraction, especially with screens, hugely. And it's very, very beneficial uh, from a spiritual perspective to connect to the self when you don't have those kinds of distractions going on. So recently, as I had, have, I've shared with my listeners and, I, and I've shared with you as well, I am super excited to be back to the gym. My taste in music of what I want to listen to has completely changed. So a small confession here, previous to this, my playlist used to be pop music just like the what whatever it was on the on the playlists and now not only have i just have such a distaste for all all of that i now play another um favorite genre of music is edm electronic dance music but the key is for me with no lyrics no vocals i just like the beats in the sounds and then all of a sudden wow things that are going on up here even this morning when i like and i'm and I'm, i want to expand a little bit talking about what i refer to when i say receiving downloads but my mind is not being led to the repetitive lyric of something that's been written something that's familiar and yes it's it's good for for working out but i recognized i was blocking my own creative thought process simple as that the, all those distractions right right i mean and that's great awareness that you've come to that place now and you've made the shift mm -hmm. and i think that's what's key as a coach when i work with people you know coaching is all about action it's about recognizing where you're stuck what's blocking you getting it out of the way and moving forward and so many people see what the problem is but then they don't take the action to shift it. And that's what I'm hearing that you're doing with this shift in the music. Yep. And you're immediately seeing the benefits to you because boom, an idea comes to mind, you know? And so many, many years ago, I studied The Artist's Way with, by Julia Cameron, a phenomenal book for anyone who feels that their, their artistry is, their creativity is blocked. And I, I came to learn in that experience that creativity covers all colors of things. It's not just art. And, and so I was doing a practice that she has called morning pages, where you write three eight and a half by 11 full scap sheets, handwritten every day, first thing in the morning. And the idea behind the practice is that you, you write whatever is in your head, you get it out on the paper. And about a page and a half to a page and three quarters in, you've gotten rid of all of the junk that I've got to remember to go to the dry cleaner and I got to pick up this the stuff and I and I, that person's annoying me and I wish I could do blah, blah. That all goes. And all of a sudden you access this higher mind awareness of what 
is really real for you and you find, well, I certainly did. And I know other people have, you find yourself tapping into a wisdom that you didn't even know was there because, you know, you couldn't see it for the clutter. Basically, Mm -hmm. you couldn't hear it for all the other stuff in your head. And it sounds like that's what that music has done for you. It's created that space. That space. When you're talking about that, that writing, that free writing, sort of the data, the data dump, what I discovered is in doing these exercises, all of this stuff started coming through. And what I noticed, it was very unlike the way I write, but man, did I recognize that style of communication? It, I recognized it as me. But I block it because I over, not overthink. There's nothing wrong with, with things. So there, it's not a wrong process. I was just able to have that sort of aha moment that I was able to tap into something mm-hmm. that was definitely me. So I do the, that sort of exercise more often because I want to tap into that. But that's what we're talking about. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I think that's what, you know, for a long time there, authenticity was one of the buzzwords, you know, everybody being authentic. And I think that that's what you're tapping into that with your writing practice, you discovered your authentic voice, you discovered who you really are. And um, I, I think that's, that's part of the work that I do with people where, you know, most women, I work predominantly with women, of course, I can work with men too, but predominantly it's women. And, and we go on this journey of self-love, of, you know, who are you really? Let's take away all the externals and figure out, you know, what is the treasure within? And and I say to people, you know, you're you're finding what I call the love within, but you're you're finding your inner, your inner self that really wants to be expressed. And I say, we're going on a treasure hunt. You're the treasure. Mm-hmm. Like nobody talks like this. Nobody says, you know, you're magnificent. You're important. It it's always comes back to that movie, The Help, where she says, you know, you is important, you is kind, you is smart, you is important. And I really love that phrase because we don't tell each other that often enough. We don't say, I appreciate you, I acknowledge you, I accept you, I love you. Um, it's all bundled up in this you know, romanticized version, but that's not coming from the heart. That's not being the soul being, the star being that you are. And, and you know, I'm imagining that most of your listeners are in that sphere because they're listening to you, right? And it's, this is the kind of stuff that you're talking about. But being able to truly access that and be truly free to express it, that's a whole other ballgame. That you know, that's part of confidence training. Sometimes it's assertiveness and boundary setting. Um, Sometimes it's just knowing and being willing to step into your power. And it, and you know, you're, I say, I like to say to people that you become empowered, you're not powerful, although you Mm -hmm. are, but it's just an empowerment into, can I show people who I really am, and, and be vulnerable, and yet still be really strong in that place, right? And I think that's a gift that we give our children as well, when we can be that, because then we allow them the space. And also, a lot of the work I've done is around the divine feminine and the divine masculine. 
and the divine masculine you know a lot of men have been trained out of being vulnerable mm-hmm. you know they're they're very hard strong men right um or you've got the complete opposite but when a woman who is in her true fully feminine she's able to be vulnerable and be okay with it she doesn't need him to save her she doesn't need him to you know fix her or anything like that she can be vulnerable and and she can be strong in that and then from there he can then also be that because he can see that she can handle it mm-hmm. she's not going to fall apart he doesn't need to fix her he just needs to hold space and be there for her and and so then he knows that well if he has a moment she can handle it and mm-hmm. i i think we're missing some of that in relationships i love to work with people around that stuff as well so there's just so many areas that you can pull into right mm-hmm. one of the things that i mentioned that i wanted to come back to was what i was referring to when i said i'm i'm working out listening to my music and i receive a download set up the at the top of the show that i believe that all of us have the ability to have that that connection that that communication from our higher self and, and beyond now some of us like yourself are much more highly advanced and 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 proficient at that but for me what i refer to as um as a download is when i get an inspired idea that comes fully completed, not just a thought, but a fully completed, ready, set, go. And there's an energy that I feel around that. And I had mentioned that in some small way, is that me being a channel, receiving a channeled information? A hundred percent, a hundred percent, because, you know, we have, so here's how I like to describe it. So we come in in human form and we have a soul which is, you know, this energetic level of consciousness of who we are, who has had multiple lifetimes in all different forms. And we have a human body and we have our mind, our brain, but the mind is a a dodgy one. You can call it mind or soul. It's like, it's a little dodgy, but for now, for this, for this exercise, let's just say that you have your brain, your mind, you have your body, you have your soul, and then you have your spirit. And the spirit is actually the dancer between all of those pieces. So your spirit gets to play with all the information that's coming into it from the mind, from the body, from the soul. And so, you know, when you get those downloads, in my experience, it's like you you could also have tapped into another version of you in another paradigm, another dimension, and just boom, it brings you that information. There's another philosophy out there that when you get those kinds of things, that energy has come through to you. If you choose to ignore it, it actually moves on and it goes to someone else. And this happens time and again when people say, oh, that person, that's the book I was going to write. And they wrote it. Or that's what I was going to invent, and they invented it. And so that's, again, where it comes back to, are you willing to take, you know, body, mind, and spirit and work with the soul and take it into action and make things happen? And that's when you're really in your groove. 
You know, that's when you're really following the lead of soul. And there's multiple ways that you can live your life. There's not just one timeline. There's so many unlimited possibilities that you can access. And what you've done in that moment, in my, in my understanding, is you've tapped into one of them. And you're like, oh, my gosh, am I going to take this? And am I going to follow through with it in this human realm, in this experience, and see where it takes me? And a lot of people are scared. They, they mm -hmm. don't want to step out. They don't want to go do that. But I believe nine times out of 10, if not 10 times out of 10, if you do that, man, you're going to feel fulfilled. I was just going to say, when I've had something like that, and I've had the courage to move forward with it, the results have been spectacular. This stuff too, it's, it's, you're not dabbling in dark arts. You're not doing anything like that. This is all in the way that I receive it and perceive it is that it is all coming from the highest, the highest good and from an energy of, of love and abundance. So well, there's, there's one more thing I want to add about that. So, so you brought up a really good point about dark energies, because when I first started working in this realm, people would say to me, how do you know how do you know it's not bad? It never, ever, 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 ever felt bad. It always felt good to me. I'm not saying there aren't dark energies out there. And most people who, who are familiar with those, they know those. They know what that feels like. I don't access that at all. I'm very fortunate. I'm an old enough soul that I, you know, I, I really sit in the realm of love. And so I really do, you know, agree that when you really move forward with something that feels good, then, you know, you, you can't go wrong. You're undeniable in that place. And of course, you can have different results from things. But again, that's part of the journey. That's mm -hmm. part of the experience. Like, we didn't come here to have a perfect life. We didn't come here to have an easy life. Some of us select an easy life because we've had a really hard life in previous times. But most of the time, our soul, you know, and the Shiva Shakti energy, it wants to play. It wants to dance. It wants to explore. And it doesn't judge whether something is dark or light, good or bad. It just says, hey, let's go try and do this and see what happens. And that's the expansion process. So. You know, and so many people who who have, you know, what we would consider to be bad experiences, mm -hmm. very often you find later on with retrospection that they're like, you know what, that was one of the best things that ever happened to me yep. because yep. this happened and I grew and I met this person and then this changed. And, you know, there's stories upon stories upon stories of that. And it's, you know, the soul really knows what it wants to create. And if we're willing to surrender to that inner knowing, that kind of love within, that, that open the heart, we can really have quite a magical experience. And more and more magic shows up if you can open up and really begin to see things from that perspective. It's a very different way of life than what we're used to living. Mm -hmm. And so what are some of the ways that if people are have a, a curiosity to want to explore this, is there um, are there some something they should read? Is it a meditation practice? Is it playing outside? 
I think I think that uh, with all the people that I work with, uh, what we generally do is we we come up with you know multiple ideas of what really is their jam. You know what what ha- what did you do when you were a kid that you don't do anymore that you could go back to doing, or you know where are you being guided? What have you always wanted to do that you haven't done yet? And if you listen, you you will find that your your spirit and your soul will tell you what those things are. And like I was saying, you know, things will show up in your space, whether it's you meet someone like me that you want to work with, or you start following someone on YouTube, or somebody tells you about a book title, and then two other people tell you about the same book title. Or somebody sends you something like one of my channelings from YouTube or or something like that. You know, here's the thing, like attracts like. I went mm-hmm. to a networking event probably about 10, 12 years ago. Didn't know, knew one person at the event. Ended up standing chatting to this guy. And all of a sudden, we're talking about law of attraction. Now, I didn't really know anybody who spoke about law of attraction at that time. But here I am, my energy field and his energy field, you know, it gravitated together. And all of a sudden, we're talking the same language. And I think that that's part of the journey for people Mm -hmm. is when you can be authentic and you can speak about who you really are, what's important to you, that allows other people. Like, for example, so I wear a massive crystal around my neck. I've worn it for seven years. It's a huge conversation starter. Of course, it's a part of me now, right? I've been wearing it for such a long time. But when you can really walk out and be who you are, you're going to find that those circumstances are going to come to you. Or, you know, you look in a newspaper, you think, you know, I really would like to start a meditation practice or something. All of a sudden, you see a class for meditation. Again, it's about taking the action. Or, you know, I really want to go to this place because I've heard it's really cool. And all of a sudden, it shows up as being available to you. You're able to do it. So it's very much about getting clear about what you want, Mm -hmm. the experience, the outcome. Now, you're not going to get it straight away because it's a little bit of a journey. You know, it's part of the journey. And that something's going to show up in your energy field. That means that you're beginning to raise your vibration to that idea. Now, you then take action on that idea. All of a sudden, now you're in it. You get to go through that experience. Your energy field changes because you've had that experience now you've read the book you've done done the practice you've met the person you've been to the event whatever it might happen to be and then you know universe comes around again and gives you another opportunity and another opportunity so really it does take some introspection on people's um parts to take the time to think about what their values are, to think about, um, and there's a free top five values worksheet on my website under the the free resources. So you really can see, okay, is it important in my life that I have adventure? Do I wanna have passion in my life? Is serenity more important? Like, what do you actually want in your life? And then from there, you begin to see where the synchronicities really show up. They give you the opportunity to practice and play and play. Oh, my God. Sometimes we're just too serious. 
yeah, you know? to be to be playful, to find to find the joy and the whimsy of it all, and and again, just really like we we were saying before settle down all those distractions to allow ourselves to pay attention and to notice the the symmetry and the patterns of things I mean I, I often just burst out into a smile when you notice something and it's just like oh that's so the the energy is is just right uh, it's it's right there a lot of the things that you are talking about I mean we all go through our individual journeys and sometimes they're are times in our lives where we are recognizing that we do want to make some changes or we do want to move forward. And that's when working with a coach, for example, can really help someone to help them organize a lot of this, this passion and the idea and keep them perhaps accountable to want to move forward with a plan. Yeah, for sure. Coaching is an awesome, awesome thing that people can take on. I think that it doesn't get, you know, enough recognition. You want to not be in a crisis when you're thinking about doing coaching. If you're in some kind mm -hmm. of a mental, you know, state where you're in a crisis, get serious help for that. Go for therapy, find a professional that can really help you get grounded. I do. I always remember a therapist giving me this image of, you know, when you're in a crisis, it's like you're falling down the well and you're at the bottom of the well. And you can't get out. You need a therapist for that. But, you know, once you've gotten out of the well, you're standing outside, you're looking at the, the vista in front of you, and then you're like, well, where am I going to go now? That's when you need a coach. Because at that point, you know, you're, you're grounded, you're not in a state where, you know, things are falling apart, you're kind of ready. And of course, it's a financial commitment as well to have a coach, right? Mm -hmm. So so you want to be sure that you can commit, you know, having a coach for two sessions, not really going to change anything. Two to four months, big changes can happen because there's resistance that comes up when you're working with a coach and any good coach is going to really be a stand for you. They're not there to be your best friend. Mm -hmm. They're there to hold space and push you to the point where you can begin to see that you can be so much more. You can have what you want in life. You can do the things you need to do. You can get rid of the things that don't work and you can achieve the goals that you've set for yourself. And, and, you know, when I work with people mentoring and coaching and guiding them, you know, we get really, really clear about what is it that you want in every session mm -hmm. so that at the end of the session, we go back and say, okay, well, what did you come in with? What was it you wanted? And did you get it? You know, and you might not get 100% of it every time, depending on how big a chunk you're, you're biting off. But guaranteed, you're going to get a mindset shift, or you're going to get a, a realization about yourself, or you're going to get a strategy or an action plan, or you're just going to feel supported in such a way that you know more about yourself than you did at the beginning. You know, and part of the work that I do with people is very much about the spiritual experience and helping them recognize that how tapped in they are to their own soul's guidance and how does that show up in life. And most of the people who come to work with me, they're already seeking. They're seekers. Mm -hmm. they, they know they, they, they're interested in this stuff and they want to create a different kind of life for themselves. So, mm. you know, it's not for everybody. As I said, not everybody is going to go down this journey. 
but there are so many avenues that you can explore depending on like what kind of a life you want to create for yourself and just getting really clear on that. And also knowing that to be clear on what, what sort of life we want to create for ourselves and then having the courage to pursue and finding the tools that we need to get us there, especially when you were, when you were talking about the analogy of being uh, stuck at that bottom, bottom of the, of the well, and you seek some counseling and you, and you get out, there's a really empower, power, empowering choice that happens there. We could choose to stay and relive and talk about how that was what a hellish experience that was did you know um could you, can you relate this is where i was and oh we could, right. we could stay in that space or choose to look around and notice the tree over there and there's the stream and oh is that a deer um and it's that might sound sound sim simplistic but the choice is are do you want to move forward along your path or do you want to stay in that space. And again, your choice, my choice, everyone's is going to be different. But it's just an interesting, an interesting, an interesting way to think about it. It is. And I really think that our society plays on the drama in media all over, you know, the world, we have so much drama. And that is a negative vibe. So if you're one, if you're someone that wants to move out of a negative vibe, if you have a bad experience, get over it, get over yeah. it, and move on. If you hear your, and I, I can speak from personal experience here. If, if, if I hear myself telling a sobbing story of my life more than four or five times to different people, then I know I'm in a pity party with myself. I'm like, get out of it, Gail, get on with it. So, you know, at some point, we also have to recognize that we have people in our lives like that who are more than happy to listen to the sob story. And they're more than happy to be all up in the drama. And when you can let go of that, you free yourself from that energy and you allow yourself to bring in something that's a very different vibration. And sometimes that changes, you know, who you hang out with as well. So that's another thing that people kind of need to know that socially, you might end up having topics you can't talk to with people, uh, you can't talk about with certain people, or there are certain people in your life who are actually, you know, Debbie Downers, and you don't want to hang out with them anymore. And not everybody's on the path that you happen to be on. But that doesn't, but don't stop, because I've been mm. there. Don't stop, you know, keep pushing forward and the, the universe and your soul is going to bring you people that will align with where you're at and where you're going. That's, that's a given. That's a gift that we know happens because mm -hmm. energy magnetizes and vibrates together like that guide and I did in that networking event. Absolutely. Gail, this has been a really wonderful conversation. Like we said, we didn't know what direction we were going to, to go, but I, I, I really, I really like um, the things that we've that we've touched on. I do want to let people before we close off how how to find you you have your website, Bozy International, yes. which on there is and I want I do want to we do an, another another chat sometime to talk a little bit more about some of the channeling that you do and, and, and that side of things. But on your website, you have a lot of that information, as well as a lot of um, recordings and free resources and all of that kind of stuff. Is that the best place for people to find you? 
Yes, I mean, you can go to my YouTube channel, uh, which is my name, Gail Scott. Um, on my YouTube channel, there's a lot of explanations about all of the channelings that I've done. If you're interested in the channeling, that's a really good place to go to. I also have a page on Mixcloud, which is the company name, Bosey International. And I have a ton, like over 80 recordings of channelings there and events that I've done where people have you know, shared their questions and I've channeled answers for them. The website is really about, do you want personal help? Do you want to, you know, really begin to dive into what's what's coming for you, how you want to proceed in your life? So, yeah, those are really the two resources that I have, the YouTube channel and the website. And I mean, you can contact me anytime I'm available for a conversation. And, you know, it's I find that a lot of people have a lot of questions about what I do. But it's not really what I do. It's how can I help you? What's going on with you? And so for every person I do, you know, it's a cliche discovery call, but it's actually a, a conversation to find out whether or not I'm actually the right person because I have a lot of connections and sometimes I'm not the right person to help someone depending on where they're at because I've gone through this entire journey of being you know, a straightforward life coach, professional coach, professional life speaker, uh, motivational speaker, and now channeler, spiritual teacher, mentor, guide. So it really depends on what's going on for that person mm -hmm. as to what I can offer them and what they need. So I like to talk to people and, and there's no cost to that to get real clear on that. I'm not going to waste their money if I'm not the right person mm -hmm. for them. But if you're interested in the spiritual stuff, oh my gosh, yes, that is a whole other conversation, Sandra, that would, you know, we could cover in an hour quite easily because there's so much, you know, of my experience and other people's experiences and also the messages that are coming through now for the collective. I would like to do that. I would like to do that at, a, at another time because I think um, this was a nice sort of an introduction, get people to get to know know you a little bit, to to hear a bit of our, our conversation. But yes, there is just the tip of the iceberg, so much more course, to yeah. explore. Again, thank you so much. This has been lovely. Is there anything that is on on your your heart or your soul that you would like to close off with? I think the last thing I would say, because I'm not really big on social media, is it if you really want to know about the messages that are coming through from me, the best way is to subscribe to my newsletter, unless you're subscribed on YouTube. But I also do other different things. So being subscribed to the newsletter, which you can do on the contact page of the website, is the best thing to do because then you're going to get notice of all the different things that I'm offering to people and, and putting out there. And, you know, if you're on this journey, you know, take heart, you're not alone. And that's something that, you know, even I've, I've dealt with because as, as we change, everything changes around us. So be comforted that you're not alone and that there are other people going through very similar challenges to you and take heart to that yeah seek them out and and don't be afraid to connect with other like-minded people lovely well thank you again and thanks everyone for listening i will as always put all of the 
contacts for for Gail, her um, how to join her newsletter, perhaps a discovery call, a conversation, or the to check out the YouTube videos and the channeling. All of those will be in the show notes. And uh, thanks again for being here. And until next time, I am wishing you wellness. Thank you. Thank you.